Bonjour, I'm Valérie Jardin, the host of Street Focus, and you're listening to This Week in Photo. Bandwidth for This Week in Photo is brought to you by Cashfly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. TWIP is brought to you by Panasonic Lumix Cameras, changing photography for the next generation. And FreshBooks, the easy-to-use invoicing solution that's helping freelancers and small business owners get organized and save time invoicing. To try FreshBooks for free, just go to freshbooks.com TWIP, and when you sign up, enter TWIP in the How Did You Hear About Us section. And Animoto. Join over 10 million people who use Animoto and the power of video to share what matters most. To get 15% off your new pro account today, just go to animoto.com slash twip and use the offer code TWIP. And before we dive into this week's show, here's a quick look at what's happening this week on the TWIP Network. Over on The Candid Frame, Iberian X Perillo sits down with Jake Nice, And on TWIP Weddings, Beautiful Boudoir with Jen Rosenbaum. And on The Fix, Jan Kabili talks with Matt Kluskowski. All that and more is happening this week on the TWIP Network. You can subscribe to any or all of our shows over at thisweekinphoto.com slash subscribe. This is TWIP episode 416. There's an app for that. This Week in Photo has featured many mobile applications in the past, and I can say with confidence that the mobile photography application industry, both on iOS and Android, is maturing at an insanely fast rate. Mobile photography apps are becoming viable alternative to their desktop and laptop cousins. And this is really amazing when you consider how long or short that age of the app has been in full swing. Now, Apple launched the App Store on July 9th, 2008. That's roughly seven years ago. And yesterday, Tim Cook, Apple CEO, stood on stage at their Worldwide Developers Conference, also known as WWDC, and announced app downloads had surpassed the 100 billion mark. That's 100 billion apps downloaded on iOS alone. Add to that those Android numbers, and the industry looks even more amazing. Partially because of this growth, Apple is currently the most valuable company on planet Earth, and likely the solar system, and arguably the most powerful company as well. So to put things in perspective, Apple's market capitalization is currently at 735 billion US dollars. That's over three quarters of one trillion dollars. Now compare that to the other tech company out there, Google, whose market cap is floating at around 365 billion dollars. So basically today, one Apple is worth two Googles. Now, granted, Apple has had a 22-year head start, and in that window of time, they've seen many failures and successes and at least one near-death experience. But the main vein of gold that they've tapped into was and is apps. So the main focus of this episode of This Week in Photo is on one of those app developers, Lisa Betney, and her new app, V for Video. Lisa found success in the app development world several years ago when she and the Tap 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 application development team launched Camera Plus. That app quickly became the de facto photography app for many photographers and continues to be very popular today. Now, Lisa has turned her creative sites to video and working with another team has released V for Video. Now, this is an app designed to make shooting and editing professional looking video quick and easy. 
It's Monday, June 8th, 2015, and this is TWIP. All right, folks, here to discuss V for video as well as Pinterest Instagram uh, and their interest in, interest or entrance into the e-commerce world. I'm joined by the co-founder of Camera Plus. It's an app you may have heard about, Lisa Bettany, as well as Lee Herbert from Down Under. He's the guy behind Capturing Passion. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello, everybody. Oh, hello, Lisa. You have been gone. I don't know where you've been, <laughs> but you were like, you were like the, well, you still are, but I remember you were prolific everywhere online, and then you just kind of like periscope down a little bit, you know, <laughs> but welcome back. Yeah. Um, it's good to have you back. I've been following Thank you, you through Camera Plus and all those things that you're working on, so thanks for coming on to talk about this stuff today. Yeah, it's exciting. Actually, TWIP was my first podcast ever. I think we did that in 2007. Oh, geez. Do you yeah. believe that? I was <laughs> back then, yeah, wow. <laughs> and that's when I was just starting to do photography, and that was actually, like, I have to thank TWIP because that was my first entry into this world, into technology and the San Francisco scene, and that's kind of what led to everything. Really, it was just this exp early exposure in my career and sort of, I don't know, from there, the apps and the photography and everything. That's so cool. I feel so proud. I feel like a proud parent. Thank you. <laughs> you, you plucked me out of obscurity. <laughs> yeah, all right. No, I think you uh, I think you're well on your way before I came along. So well, thanks. Thanks for coming on. I wanna I wanna catch up with you a little bit more, Lisa, because I wanna find out um, I mean we've got a ton of stuff to catch up on, but specifically where Camera Plus is today and this new thing that you guys just unleashed on the world. Uh, this new app called V. So I want to talk about that as well. But sitting next to you virtually in the Hangout is Mr. Lee Herbert, who is uh, down under. Hey, Lee, what's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Um, how's it going? Good, good. It's been it's been a hectic week. Today is my wife's birthday, um, so happy birthday. birthday to my wife. And um, for those who know, every year I do a music video for my wife for her birthday, and um, also she's due with our first child on Saturday. So it's also, we, we, we just moved house. We bought a house and moved. So, you know, try and fit everything in, in in a couple of months' time. And so the last three days, I've shot and edited an entire music video that will go up in a couple of hours. Um, and wow. that's and also, I've had like three corporate jobs that I finished off. And I've got workshops coming up in September. So just crazy, crazy, crazy. But, that's great. But all good. Busy is good. I got to tell you, your, your geek cred just went up about four notches because you have an Apple Cube behind you. <laughs> I have, I put that there just for you. <laughs> I haven't seen one of those in a decade or something, but that is uh that's cool. That's a piece of nostalgia right there. Yeah, it's it's I'm starting a museum. The wife hates the idea. Oh, I love it. Well, keep it keep it going. Lisa, so just before we dive into the news and all the stuff that we're going to talk about today, so Camera Plus, bring us up to speed on Camera Plus. Some folks may or may not know that you're involved with that app. Introduce Camera Plus to the newbies in the audience that may not have downloaded it yet. There may be one or two people left that wow. don't have it on their iPhone. <laughs> okay, well, we, we've sold over 12 million at this point. So, well, yeah, it's been really? a crazy... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember when we... I actually hit my first million when I was on Twit at, um, in Las Vegas at CES one year, I remember. 
was such a big milestone. And then to see it just keep going and, you know, there was a time where people didn't know what an app was. Like, and then, you know, just watching the uh, WWDC keynote, yeah. it's like billions and billions. And yeah. now it's like, and now that's our... Co- 100 billion downloads Apple announced today. 100. I, my brain doesn't even understand that. Now. I can barely grok a, a billion, you know, but a, yeah. <laughs> 100 yeah. billion downloads of apps as of, what, last month or something is just crazy. But I reckon at least... But I reckon at least 20 billion of them were just people re-downloading have to, have, after restoring their phones. So, you know. Well, yeah. No, I, don't, I bet not. <laughs> I bet not. But, yeah, even if it's that, that's more money than, uh, you know, than I can count. So, so, so Camera Plus, you, so you guys hit that milestone and everything's going good. So, what, so is the company Camera Plus or is it like how does uh, it The company is Tap, Tap, Tap okay. is, is the company. Um, and we've released, so we released Camera Plus, and then I guess last year we released Magic Cam as kind of a, a follow-up. It was, it's like a simpler version of Camera Plus. And, I mean, really, like, maintaining Camera Plus, keeping it relevant, now there are just millions of camera apps. And actually, you know, over the last couple of years, I've had to disconnect a little bit because it was just insane for a while, like, when Instagram sold, and then it was just this this huge bubble, and I kind of needed a little bit of a, a space between me and that world, and I was living in New York and just kind of in it all the time, and so I kind of took a step back and, and tried to reevaluate what people actually want, like a, I don't know, just a more normal, <laughs> I had to become a more normal person in order to, yeah, to see this. Right, yeah, a consumer. And because sometimes when you're just thinking about like acquisitions and, you know, like this big sort of, I don't know, like the big picture, you forget what people actually want. And um, and so I think Camera Plus has evolved. We added the labs. We added all those great fit features like contrast and blah, 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 all those things. And um, we just added um, iWatch interface kind of so they work together. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have a big something. On that, on that note, I just ordered my Apple Watch today, so I know Lee you? probably have like five of them laying around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just I just ordered one today. Lisa, do you do you own one? Do you have one? You know what? I don't. See? Um, You're like me. I was like, eh, yeah. I'm kind of like, yeah. I don't know. I I I feel like I've been in this world so deeply and you know every time there's a new phone I have to be the first one to get it because I always do this um, you know photo comparison of all the previous iPhones and so it's like this it's always this really nervous time for me because I have to get the phone I have to be the first person to get it I have to go out and take a bunch of great photos with like all the old iPhones and let me tell you how slow those old (laughs) iPhones are Oh man, getting them to work and just oh, it's such a nightmare. But um, I feel like I've been kind of in it, and I don't know, like uh, the the watch, it didn't really capture me. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know. But 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 actually, the the keynote today kind of got me excited about what I could possibly create for it. And and for me, that's what's interesting about technology isn't how am I going to use this in my day to day life. It's more 
um, what can I create for this? How can I build something really cool that people will use? Because that's sort of the, the exciting thing that in my life these days, I guess, it's just creating cool things. And I kind of never get sick of that process of yeah. creating something and, and hopefully it being really cool and people liking it and making cool things. It's the life of the content creator. You can't, you can't stop creating content is what we do. Yeah, so, I, you know, I'm in, the, I'm in the same boat. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take host's uh, prerogative and move the show notes around a little bit. We were going to talk about Pinterest and Instagram first, but I think we should, talk, we should launch right into V, you know, the app that you're working on, because both of you guys are, I mean, you're, you're uh, on the company side, Lisa, and Lee, you are a professional video editor, so you know... Both of you guys know more about this stuff than I do. So clearly, so this is the perfect forum for this. So Lisa, <laughs> let's 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 start with that. So V, it's in the App Store. It's called V for Video in the App Store. It just launched. What was it last week or so, a couple days ago? As we record this, Friday, last Friday, yeah. So this just this past Friday. So and we're we record this Monday. It's Monday, uh, the eighth of June right now. So. Tell us what the app is. I've downloaded it. I've played with it. And so from my layperson's perspective, it's a video editing app that is much more intuitive than many of the ones that I've played with before, including iMovie on the iPhone. So why did you guys build this, first of all? And, and it's considering the crowded, the crowded space out there and the fact that Apple is out there with their 300-pound gorilla of iMovie. So what, what was the impetus? Well, we found that we were taking a lot of videos and doing absolutely nothing with them. So they were just going into our camera roll and we were never doing anything with them. And so what we wanted to do was create something where you could shoot and edit in the same thought. And, you know, this process has kind of been broken in mobile you know, it's sort of, it's not an integrated process. And so with V, we're allowing you to shoot a bunch of clips within sort of a project and to edit them right there and then so that you kind of, you, you can create something, a story and or whatever you want around that, around those clips. And, you know, I, I think it's really um, intuitive that, that you do this sort of at the same time. And it's something that we felt like we did with, with Camera Plus, where instead of all these photos just going to your camera roll and you doing nothing with them, they're going into the light box, you're editing them, you're sharing them. So we wanted the same process for video, where you are taking a bunch of little clips and then you know trimming them, putting some filters on, putting music to them, and then sharing them right away. So you can kind of create more of a story versus, you know, here's an eight second clip. And you know, there's a lot of apps that do that, right? And, and we wanted to give people the tools to create something, uh, to create sort of a little masterpiece. And, and I think that's kind of what's exciting. And um, you, know, you see all these people creating really cool things. And you know, I feel like if you give them the tools, then they'll, they'll create them. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, Lee, I want to have you chime in on this because you're a storyteller and an editor and you know how all this stuff works. When I looked at, when I played with the, with V, I was thinking, okay, this makes it much easier for me, just like you were saying, Lisa, to tell stories and make that little masterpiece. Um, and like you said, there's a ton of videos, clips that are trapped on my iPhone that I really don't 
I'm not doing anything with. But my question to you, Lee, is when you see an app like this, there's there's the power that tap 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 is given us with V, right? So we have we have the power of the editor in the palm of our hands. Can people make that leap to use that tool? Because I know it takes a while to become a decent editor and to understand story flow and all that stuff. Do you think that is is the world ready to learn how to even at a surface level become a decent video editor? I think, um, well, first of all, the answer here, and before we get started, I just want to show what a fanboy I am that um, Camera Plus is always on the front of my phone, <laughs> and it's, it's still, from, from launch day, it's been my favorite camera app, so I, I absolutely love it. It's a well done Wow. That's a serious thing um, up right there, Lee, man. Wow. Well, it, you know, it's, 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 well, it's just, it's not sucking up if it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, but it, in answer to your question, yeah, I, you know what? I think I think everyone, I, I think having these tools, like I had a play with V uh, when, when I saw it on the show notes. I actually didn't know it had been released. Um, so I had to play with it, and the thing that I really love about it is that it is really quick and easy. So yes, there's there's tools out there, and there's, there's apps that, that that give you more control and things like that. But the key is if you know, just just like a lot of people do, if you want to have people use something, make it easy. Yeah. You know, so if we want people to start learning how to tell stories visually, if we give them easy tools like V and other apps like it, it's going to be a lot easier for people to learn. Like the first video they make is not going to be very good probably because they don't understand the medium of how to tell a story through video. Like, for example, in, in the workshops that where I teach photographers on how to do video or how to tell a story with film, the first thing I say to them, the way I do it, is I say, pick up a camera and film someone walking through a door. And if, as a photographer, you're used to just framing your shot. So they'll pick up the camera, push the record button, and follow someone walking through a door. But with editing, you actually need like five or six different – well, you don't need, but it's nice to have five or six different angles of coverage. So the way I would shoot it is, right, well, we're going to start with a wide of the person behind them following them towards the door. Then you go to a medium in profile of them approaching to the door from the side. Then you go to a close-up of their hand grabbing the door handle. And when you start watching film and you start watching videos, you start going, oh, well, actually, you start becoming aware of it. Like my wife always complains that I've ruined TV for her because she'll be watching it and go, oh, no, I should have done this. I should have done that. And it's it's... On the one hand, yeah, a camera is a camera, but the way you tell a story visually is so different. But as I, I can picture someone, they pick up you know, a, 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 a mobile device and they pick up V and they shoot their first video and they look at it and they go, oh, this isn't really interesting. Why is it not interesting? And because it's so easy to then just go back and grab another angle and then just move things around just by dragging and dropping. And I love the touch interface in general because it's so – using your hands, there, there's something amazing about – the artistic, you know, it's like finger painting with video, which is really cool. Yeah. And yeah. so, feel free to steal that tagline, whoever wants it. And, <laughs> you know, it, it, it is. It, it's it's because it's so easy. People are gonna experiment with it, and the learning curve. It's like when we went from film to digital, the learning curve became so much lower because instead of having to take notes of what aperture and what shutter speed and what film stock you were using, take the shot and go right. That was shot number four then wake a week, have it developed, and then go, okay, well, the settings were wrong. I need to do this different next time. Now you can just take a photo, chimp the back of your camera, 
okay, I need to change my shutter speed, change my aperture. Yep. You can learn photography so much faster. It's apps like these that are going to help people learn video and film a lot faster. Yeah, and what I what I want to put to you guys as well is that I I agree with both of you on that. Um, and it, it feels like the there's like a split of of users out there. You know, there's the like Lee, you're speaking of the photographer, the 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 storyteller, the people that they're they're invested. You know, they want to make a real story. They're going to polish it. They're going to spend the extra time to make that. But then on the other side, there's the people that are like, you know what? I'm going to take a picture of my food. I'm going to share it. and I'm going to start eating again. You know, or you know, so there's that that split between those people. So Lisa, you know that that kind of split to use to really get the benefit out of an app like V, you got to invest in it. Even if you know you've got you guys have made it really easy to make really cool video. So kudos to that, and also kudos on the tutorial that you have to you know the onboarding tutorial. With that was my great. really good golf. Yeah, was, yeah, I saw you in there. It's brilliant. I mean, it was like, okay, now within a couple of minutes after downloading the app, I understood how to use it. So that was a success. But at the same time, the the the, the thing that I think about is, okay, people are lazy and are getting lazier as technology gets better and better. So now, will people, Lisa, I'm curious what your thoughts on this, will people, even though they have this awesome tool to do this cool stuff with, will they do it? You know, will they get in there and create these little clips? Yeah, I mean, I think that, that that gap that you're talking about, I think it's actually narrowing because more and more people have, you know, an iPhone in their hand at, at all times. And, you know, there's not a single place that you go to now where you don't see people taking photos and videos. Right. And I think more and more people are wanting to do something with those memories you know they're they're capturing these moments and they want to whether it's to show off to their friends that they're at the Louvre or you know whatever their motivation is we we see a lot more creativity with photos and video I mean I I know the stats because we actually track the number of people that use filters in our app and share on the camera plus sharing site and you know when we first launched nobody was using filters. Nobody. I just created all these filters and nobody was using them. <laughs> You're like, I'm a purist. You know, but, filters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but because they didn't even know what a filter was. They didn't get it. They couldn't be bothered to use it. But now it's like, I mean, I think it's, it's a little bit, we've gone filter crazy. You know, yeah, it's a bit yeah. crazy now. But, uh, but people, at least people are, are exploring that. You know, they're doing something with their photos. You see, you know, a lot of sort of montage things. Like even, you know, on, on Facebook or whatever, you'll see people, it's like, you know, Joey's first birthday, and there are three pictures of Joey's first birthday. So they've actually thought, oh, well, you know, I want to tell a story of Joey's first birthday, not just the one photo of him blowing out the candles. They want to show, oh, he got a new bicycle and whatever. And, and I think that, that this kind of, um, I think people are more inspired. And I think, um, I mean, I think it's actually going in the opposite direction. Sure, we have the, you know, I'm going to post my hamburger. But, you know, now we have people taking creative hamburger pictures and creative hamburger videos. And, you know, they're sharing them on YouTube. And more and more people are becoming famous and infamous <laughs> through these methods. Totally. Um, and I think 
I think it's, you know, you can look at it either way. And, you know, some days I definitely feel sad <laughs> about the world that we live in and social media. And, you know, it's part of the reason why I disappeared for a few years is I just couldn't take this sort of constant, I don't know what, what that, that energy is. Um, but but I do think... Erosion. I think the scientific term is erosion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Erosion. But then you have to kind of, yeah. <laughs> but then I think at the end of the day, you, you see something really cool, and you're like, wow, that was made by a 12-year-old? Are you kidding me? They, like, strapped a camera to a dog and, you know, and, like, took a crazy video or, like, got a drone and went over Rome. I mean, it's just like, wow, these things, cool things are happening. So so I think it's a really exciting time, and I do think, like, I've, I've had a lot of beta testers who were just, you know, like my sister-in-law who's just had a baby, and she took a crazy fun, like, video of her baby to, like, Lady Gaga, you know? It was just all these cool clips, and it was like, this is really fun, and she used all the filters and trimmed it, and I'm like, you know, because this is something fun that you can have, you know, for your life. Yeah. You know, it's like a memory versus something, you know, if we don't use our photos, if we don't share them, if we don't do something with them, they're just going to end up on the hard drive with the other 10,000 photos I have, you know? Exactly, yeah. It becomes so, like, what, yeah. what's the point of, of shooting it in the beginning, you know, in the first place if you're not going to share it? You know, the other, the other pieces um, that I was thinking of as you were as you were talking is, yeah, so maybe, maybe it is going the opposite direction, and because of video and how pervasive video is becoming online not not just with YouTube but on Facebook and Instagram and you know it's like video like when I'm looking through my video feed on Instagram or my feed on Instagram yeah it's like oh yeah another picture yeah somebody's baby oh their dog oh they're in Rome whatever and then I pause when a video plays because it's like oh that's interesting it's something different so now maybe the new new is video. It's motion because people are so tired of just seeing yet the same old photos of people's lives over and over again. Video is the new new, and to take it to a level further than that, maybe the new 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 is produced video, people that put the effort in there to make it look nice and have a little story going on in there and you know, so maybe that's it. You know, you the 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 effort, the people that take the time to put the effort in to make a cool little video clip rather than just slap something up they just they just recorded, maybe those people will be rewarded with the views and the likes and all that. You guys agree with that? What do you think? I certainly yeah, hope I'm so. just gonna let Lee say something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I certainly hope so too. <laughs> This is kind of like an extreme example, but I was um, I uploaded a video a couple of months ago uh, from the um, local air show. Um, I, ju I just gotten a three-axis gimbal stabilizer jobby for my camera, a little handheld thing. Um, so I took that in my GH4 to the, the local air show, and I was just running around with this gimbal. And I was there with two friends of mine, and I grabbed the footage off of that memory card, stuck it into my iPad, V wasn't out yet, so I was using iMovie, and I had an edited video of what I'd shot by the time we got home, because I was sitting in the back of the car editing this on my iPad. Now, now that's an extreme example, but you know, just something like you know, you just take again, like I was saying, with with having those different angles, for people to be able to just just put in three or four angles instead of just one angle. Yeah. I think will make such a big difference to making that story more engaging and someone going, oh, hang on, what was that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, Lisa, is is V on the iPad yet, or is it just iPhone only? And what's that? What does that look like? 
Uh, I, I can answer the question though. It is it is um it is a universal app, so there is an iPad. It's the same version, but it'll run on the iPad and it resizes, which is something that I love because I hate when you get like this really amazing app. You yeah. use it on your iPhone. You're like, let's put it on the iPad. And you're like, oh, it's not for the iPad. Right. Sad right. face. So it it does. So is it native on the iPad or is it a scaled up version it of the is, iPhone? It, it, no, it is it is native. So it, it has. I mean, it looks pretty much the same on the iPad as it does on the iPhone, but it does scale. So it's not like it's not like a little iPhone window that you make double the size. It actually gives you the graphics for you know the iPad. Yep. Yep. Hey Lisa, welcome back. We were we were talking about um, the we we're talking about V obviously, but is the the iPad version out yet? And Lee was saying it is. So yep. you guys have a full yeah. iPad version, right? <laughs> you betcha. Yeah, we kind of learned from our mistake with Camera Plus not launching on iPad. So um, yeah, it, I, I think what you were saying before about whether you know, video is the next thing. I mean, I spend a lot of time sort of thinking about what the next thing is. And, you know, I think sort of right after the Instagram sale and the, the kind of bubble, there was there were a few kind of um, video services that were kind of promoting the, you know, the eight-second video and that kind of concept. And I think, I mean, we've seen that be, slit, you know, quite popular with Vine and stuff like that. But I think a lot of people want quality and you know, there wasn't much in the terms of something that shot, you know, full 1080p and, you know, had that that high definition. And so that was, like, another thing that we found was really important. And, um, and I think that that's definitely going to help push people in the right direction versus, like, a square cropped video. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm curious about is, and I... I um... I did an interview that's gonna that's gonna air on the Twip Network probably within the next couple of weeks or so with the guys, another app developer. Um, they make a, a, a iPhone app called Enlight, which I guess is a competitor, kind of a competitor. I don't know if they are a competitor to Camera Plus, but they're they're more of a Photoshopy kind of thing. Um, but I was talking to them, and one of the things that I brought up with them, I want to ask you guys this as well, was the idea of when do you think we will be in a world where the norm even for semi-pros and professionals, is mobile. And what are we waiting mm. for? Is it a, la a larger, more powerful iPad to do this kind of thing? Or like, when when will the when will the need to to break open my MacBook Pro go away? Lee, what do you think? I don't think it'll ever go away because technology keeps doing that. So now that my iPad is powerful enough to edit 1080, well, now we're moving up to 4K. And by the time that the pro mobile processors will be powerful enough to do 4K on my iPad, we'll be shooting 8K. So, you know, I, I think it'll always, like, it, it'll get better. And, like, I'm hoping that within two years' time, processors will be powerful enough that instead of, you know, this giant, giant 15-inch MacBook Pro, I'll be able to use Final Cut and Motion and After Effects on the new little 12-inch MacBook. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so 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 I, I hope it does, but I don't know. I, I kind of see it that, that, you know, we keep getting technology that does stuff, but then we get technology that pushes stuff and then it does stuff and pushes stuff, and it, it's just a constant, yeah, yeah pecking order. I, I agree. I, I don't know. I agree and I disagree. Cause Lisa, I, I definitely want to get your opinion on this too because I see, you know, you look at you look at kind of the, the history of where things have gone, and we went from – 
you know, desktop desktop computers, whereas like everybody in the world had a desktop computer and it was the norm and offices, etc., whatever. And then that just sort of went away and was replaced by laptops, and now everyone has a laptop unless you absolutely need a workstation. You know, you're editing video or creating, you know, the, the next Mad Max movie or something, then you need a desktop workstation, but everyone else in the world had a laptop. And now it seems to be transitioning to mobile, you know, and maybe it's not. Like Lee says, maybe it's an and, you know, it's your mobile and you and you have your desktop. But what do you think, Lisa? Is it does you guys I mean <laughs> tap tap tap, does you guys are you betting on a future where the the need for a desktop machine is gone and we can do everything on the go on our mobile devices? Yeah. I think I mean I think this is where the the different categories of of people, you know, you have the the high powered creative, this is my job, I am a photographer, I'm a videographer and then the rest of people. Yeah. And I think for the rest of people, of course, why wouldn't you just buy an iPad? You know, why do you need a a desktop now as just oh, I'm just taking photos for fun or I'm just surfing the web. Like that's what normal people do. They're not you know, creating, you know, 4K movies, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it makes sense, and, you know, the, the thing, like, I wasn't really sold on the watch until today, and then I thought, yep, this is exactly where it's going, mm-hmm. you know, we are going, to, it's going to be a phone one day, like, one day we're going to have something that's, like, this big, yeah. and it's going to have everything, we're going to be able to, I don't know, stick it in our eye or something, and just, like, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, it was kind of there with Google Glasses, and I, I whatever happened to those, like, yeah, they got, did well, they go away? probably got shuffled around. I don't know. You know, I'm still hopeful for Google Glass. Maybe it will yeah. show up in a new iteration, and they'll look cool like Lee's glasses, and, you know, we'll be, uh, we'll be rocking, but <laughs> <laughs> who knows? I'm with you. I watched the keynote today. It makes the, sense the yeah. thing, And I was watching all the numbers and all the stuff. And like I said, I was on the fence about getting an Apple Watch, even though most people I know, Lee Herbert included, uh, have the Apple Watch. But today, you know, like just like you, I was like, okay, now I can see where that's going. And I can see how that might fit into my world. And I can see the vector of where they're taking things with that, especially with the home automation stuff. So that was cool too, where you could, you know, walk around and say, hey, turn on the garage, you know, open the garage and the garage open. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I need that in my life. I don't know about opening your car during the keynote. I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Everyone knows your car is open, guy. (laughs) I just just hope you have the ability to rename things so I can name my garage the Pod Bay Doors. So I can say to my, I can say to my watch, open a pod bay doors. Uh huh. And it will, it will politely decline, and then you'll be in trouble. <laughs> so cool. So uh, Lisa, I don't, I know you're, you guys are a software company. Uh, tap tap tap. You can't, you know, talk about stuff that's not out yet. But give us an idea to the extent that you can where things might be headed, sort of on camera, either on camera plus or on V. You know, are we looking at well, Android? Well, V is actually a different. Yeah, V is actually a different company um, called Medius that is founded by Scott Meinzer and Carl Van Rondo, who were part of the original Camera Plus. So they're a bit separate. Um, and But I think, yeah, we're going to stay iOS, and I know that's going to make a lot of people mad, but it's just the, the only way we can guarantee that the quality is going to be there. And it's what we know, and it's what we're good at. And I think... 
you know, a lot of people were like, why haven't you done video for Camera Plus? And it's like, well, it doesn't fit in there. Can you see a UI that fits? It's already got like 10 billion buttons. Like we can't add any more to it. So, so it made sense to create something different. Um, I don't know. Like every day, I sit and I sit and I look, <laughs> I look out my window and I think, what is next? Yeah. And you know, I've tried other other things. I tried to make a game. Um, and that was really hard. It was really really hard to make a game. <laughs> um, and I think I think now I've learned. It's like, okay, I'm good at. I'm good at photos. I'm good at video. It's what I've done for years and years and years. So that's what I know and that's what I'm good at. So I'm going to stick to that. But, you know, I never really, you really don't, I mean, I have an idea where I think things are going, but, you know, you always hope that you're kind of, you're there. But it's just like this app, like V, took two years. You know, we had this idea like two years ago. Yeah, it's just because it starts out. It started out where like, let's just make a video app that slows things down. I don't know, just one button slows things down. Okay, great. Let's get this out six months. You know, two years later, it's like a full app. You know, and people we've had feature requests like up the yin yang. Like, oh, you want transitions? We want you know text over. It's like okay, okay, okay. Gosh, guys, it takes a while. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And I, I think you know, it's it's always I, I get people asking me, how do I make an app? You know, I've got this great idea. I want to make an app, and you know, I always have the advice like it's gonna take a long time. <laughs> it's not an easy as easy as you think, and it's so difficult to keep up with things. But I think the needs and wants of people are never really going to change. And I think for photography and video, it's about capturing moments that matter. And that's the most important thing to people. It's, it's like it's the birthdays. It's the weddings. I mean, those are the things that really resonate with everyone. And, um, and I think for most people, that's what they want. And I think if you can give them something that's useful and something that works, and something that's easy and intuitive, then I think you're always going to be successful. Love it. Love it. Perfect words to end <laughs> on. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we got you guys, we're going to tackle Pinterest and Instagram and talk about the directions that they're moving with regard to advertising. This episode of This Week in Photo is brought to you by our newest sponsor, and that's our friends over at Animoto.com. In today's connected and visual world, video is really now a necessity. It's no longer an option. In fact, all of the social media platforms now allow video. People are using video as a powerful way to stand out from just static photos. Even Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg predicts that video will be the primary form of communication on Facebook within five years. And with video, you can better engage your customers and your friends. You can drive more traffic to your website. And you can boost your company or your personal image online by just using video. But learning how to use video and spending the money to create compelling videos is expensive. And it takes a long time to learn the tools necessary to create cool-looking video. So that's where Animoto comes in. Animoto is a drag-and-drop video builder that gives you everything you need to produce professional videos in just minutes. You just need a logo and some photos or some video clips. You throw them in there, and boom, the thing crunches them and spits out an amazing-looking professional video. They've got 1,000 or over 1,000 commercially licensed songs for you to use, courtesy of Triple Scoop Music. 
Animoto has partnered with respected photographers, including Kelly Brown, Jerry Gihonas, Tamara Lackey, and more to provide you with exclusive professionally designed video styles. Plus, if you have your own logo, you can replace the Animoto branding with your own logo on there. Plus, you can create unlimited HD videos. You can share your videos on your website. You can throw them up on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, email. You can even download them and burn them to a DVD if you want to. Plus, they've got a cool Lightroom plugin, so you can you can shoot your images directly from Lightroom into Animoto and have it remix them just like that. No more exporting to a folder than uploading. You can just send them directly out to Animoto from your desktop. Animoto is really more than just a slideshow. They they tell they allow you to tell a story. You can choose the right music, set a cool mood, and really bring a series of images and video clips to life. And you can market your photography business with video with just a few clicks. You know more editing experience is needed. You can blend those video clips and photos seamlessly into one final piece, really without any extra work. And you can create your first video in about 10 minutes. You know, and this is about less than the time it takes for you to get your favorite caffeinated drink from your favorite barista. And Animoto has a special free trial. It's a no-risk free trial. You can try them for free and join the thousands of photographers who are already using Animoto to stand out from the crowd. Just head over to animoto.com slash twip and use the offer code TWIP and they'll knock 15% off an Animoto Pro account. Once again, that's animoto.com slash twip and use the offer code TWIP for 15% off. All right, guys, let's dive into story number two. So Pinterest and Instagram. So basically they've announced over the the past week or so, maybe it was about you know a couple weeks, um, but they've announced that they're rolling out features for sponsored content. So Instagram, mm -hmm. I believe, has been it's been about 18 months since they announced advertising, and they've had advertising in the feed. Um, but what they're doing on the Instagram side is they're going to allow you to have a purchase link, a download app link, Lisa, <laughs> as well as oh, other e-commerce yeah. features directly within Instagram which is kind of cool and Instagram being a Facebook company is going to be using the API and the sort of the ad targeting mechanism that Facebook has to target your Instagram people which is going to be pretty awesome and then Pinterest is adding the ability for people to actually buy the pinned items so there'll be a blue buy button on there and you'll be able to buy well, that makes sort yeah, sort by color and buy with your Apple Pay all this stuff so commerce is coming to these next generation social networks. Lisa, as the app developer, you know, what what do you think? Does this get you excited? Or are you like, okay, I need to set this up now? Yeah. Um, gosh. Well, I, I will be honest in that I joined Instagram two days ago. <laughs> That's awesome. I kid you Welcome. not. <laughs> You're the one. <laughs> You're the user they were hurt they were hunting for. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, you know, I was always hoping for Camera Plus Social. I've been pushing for it since day one, but it just hasn't happened. And so I was literally saving myself for that. And I always saw Instagram as, as a competitor, like a direct competitor. And when they sold, man, boy, was I ticked. <laughs> Where's my billion dollars? I mean, it created kind of a crazy world for us, and and you know we had opportunities to sell and we didn't. Yeah. Um. But you know, I I thought like when we, I thought with Instagram, I'm like they will do this and they will ruin it for the every you know 
the every user, right? And um, I think I think Pinterest and, and Instagram should be separated, really, because Pinterest really targets that stay-at-home kind of mommy like planning, you know. Yeah, and that's a very that is a very targeted, very um, they're they're hungry to buy things and to and make their it. home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they want they want the most beautiful home. You know, they they're really excited by that, and and I think for that it makes total total sense. And um, you know, I because Pinterest has kind of been up and down, right? I mean, they had they've been kind of at the forefront, and then I haven't really heard that much about them. And then so this is, I guess, their way to make money, and you got to make money, right? <laughs> yeah, there's always got to be a business model in this stuff. Lee, what about you, man? You mean Pinterest and Instagram? You know, is it uh, is this the next the next sort of evolution in these kinds of services? So you build up a giant user base and you get people using the system and then you turn on the advertising drip in a new and innovative way. Is that the is that the flow? Uh, yeah, you know, I think it's it's a very interesting way the business is going because it's almost like, okay, first we're going to bring out our catalog, make the catalog really popular, and then we're going to open up the store instead yeah. of you open up a store and then you get out a catalog if you if we're putting it to ye old timey terminology. Um, I'm really, for myself, I'm really excited about the Instagram changes because I actually Instagram is actually my primary social media thing, and I post from Instagram to everything else. Mm -hmm. um, so obviously straight to Facebook, and it was funny. Like I only got onto Instagram a year and a half ago, maybe, and it was only once because I was like, oh. I, Damn hipsters! I don't want to be with the cool kids because I'm, I'm old. And <laughs> yeah. um, but but then all my friends with beards are Instagram. I don't want to be there. Yeah. And <laughs> then I, I I got on and and the, 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 it was actually the user interface that that got me. It was like this is really cool and easy. Like I I take my photos with other apps, but I put them into Instagram, and it's really easy to just share something quickly and to share to multiple. You know, send it out to Facebook, send it out to Twitter, all that kind of stuff. For those that it doesn't share to, you can get an if this then that uh, recipe that will share your Instagram to all of your other things. So I just, when I want to share something, I just put an Instagram once and it goes everywhere else. Mm. So for me as a marketing as that, device... It, as that user that's, that's using it heavily, it, does it bother you that we're going to have advertising? Oh, I mean, they've already had advertising it, in there. Yeah, but what about it, the, it, you know, the, the, the getting into the, the minutiae of advertising that they're doing? It it depends on how they do it. Like at the moment, I get a, you know a sponsored ad maybe every twenty to fifty posts. Yeah. So so that's okay. You know if if they're doing it sort of every ten to twenty posts, I don't mind that because at the end of the day, you know, you, show me the money. You know, they, they, they've got to. I'm getting that service for free. Um, you know, they've got to pay for it. So. You know, I, I understand that they've got to pay for it. They, they're going to pay through advertising. That's fine. And, and again, as long as it's not hugely intrusive, that's okay for me. But one of the small, like the small change that they're making that's going to make a difference for me is that they're going to have clickable links. Right. Because at the moment when you yeah. post something, you put a link in, it's not clickable. And the fact that I have to copy and paste that link to open it up, I'm like, you know what, I can't be bothered. Yeah. So just having openable links in Instagram I think is really, it, it seems like such a small thing but it's going to make a huge difference for those of us who use Instagram as a marketing tool 
Um, for Pinterest, like I'm signed up to Pinterest, but I don't, you know, use it that much. Having said that, my wife is a big fan. Yeah. Um, we do have a beautiful. I tried, home. man. I've really tried to use Pinterest. I don't know. I'm just. Maybe I'm just. I, clearly, I'm not in the target market, but I just, I just yeah. can't get trapped. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe shave the beard. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. I, have a beard. I don't know. Yeah, I can't. Having, having said that, having said that, I know all the wedding photographers and all the family photographers that I know, all are on Pinterest, and their attitude is kind of like you have to be on Pinterest. Your portfolio has to be on Pinterest. Like we had a maternity shoot, a, a, like a couple of months ago. And the way that the photographer said to my wife, you know, to get an idea of what kind of photos you want, go and have a look at some of my stuff on Pinterest. All right. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, it's uh, all this stuff is interesting because things keep rolling out. Even like with Apple today, they, Apple, they rolled out Apple Music. So there's a new thing that we need to pay attention to. There's all kinds of stuff that keeps coming out. Lisa's probably online right now ordering her Apple Watch. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Gosh, I've been such a curmudgeon lately. Just like, I don't need that and I don't need that. I don't know. Maybe it's just like I'm old and <laughs> like... <laughs> You know, when you're over, like, 23, you're kind of like, uh, do I need that? It's like, i got to pay my mortgage, you know? I'm an old person, girl. Over 23 is old. Holy mackerel. I may as well be <laughs> that in a retirement. That my childhood. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the age where you'd still wait in line, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, whatever. Yeah. i got nothing to do. Whatever. You know? Yeah. Last time Me, i got to get to bed. <laughs> Last time I waited in line for an Apple product was iPhone 1. When the iPhone launched, remember, oh, all, that, remember wow. all that insanity around that? And I was I was in L.A. at the time, and I uh, I remember standing in line on the 3rd Street Promenade going to that Apple store there, and it was like a circus. I mean, the line was around the block, and they were handing out water, and there were Hare Krishnas running around dancing, and it was... <laughs> Oh, those were the days. Those were the days, and now I, you can pay me to stand in line. I mean, not even to, like, <laughs> no. nothing. I don't know. Yeah. So maybe you're right. Maybe it's age. Um, Lisa, where do you post now? What's what? Where do you, like, what's your favorite social network? Is it Facebook? Is it... I yeah, I kind of stuck with Facebook because I invested so much, and I've yeah. got, like, half a million followers on there. Yeah. Even though they don't see any of my content because yeah. Facebook blocks it. Yeah, not unless so... you're yeah, and, and this is the thing, like, that's what I was kind of mentioning is, like, you know, I have, I've had several friends that have, that have done the whole Facebook ad thing, and it doesn't work. Like, you know, you can spend, unless you're spending millions, which is what those, like, clash of clans and those things, I mean, right, right. you can't beat that. But if you're just spending, say, a few thousand dollars, that is not going to pay off because people may like your page, but they're not going to buy your app. And, you know, that's, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Pinterest, obviously, that's going to be hugely successful because it's like, do you like these shoes? Yes, buy them, done, right? But when you're trying to sell something different like an app, it, it's not going to work that way. And, um, you know, it's, 
it's it's interesting to see what's happened with Facebook, and I do I do think Facebook's obviously on the on the decline. But man, I've invested so much in that site. Hey, you, gosh, you Facebook, what about all those people <laughs> like me? I've got quite a group of people. What is it like seven hundred thousand or something on Google Plus? So oh, Google party... Plus, yeah, I've got like whoa. I know, I know, Google Plus is like come on. Like I was on that list of like people to follow at the beginning, you know. So yeah. I've got like a million or something, yeah. and they're all bots. Yeah, They're yeah. like, I like your photo. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't like my photo at all, you jerk. <laughs> oh. Followed by an army of iRobots. <laughs> and it's it's difficult when you've been in this for as long as we have. You know, it's like almost, what, eight, nine years that I started a blog that I did, you know, like I had a Tum blog. I had, you know, all these different things. We've been through all, Friendster, you know, we've been through all these things. Yeah. And it's just, it's tough to let them go and adopt new things. And that's why I've been so just like, I'm not going to join Instagram, you jerks. Like, yeah. <laughs> follow me on Facebook. I've already got <laughs> tons of photos on there. And, it, you know, same was, was with Pinterest. It's like, come on, now I've got to put my photos on there. It's like, ah, come on. I don't know. I know. I it's know. tough. Well, you, it's you, just like... You are doing the old curmudgeon really well. I must admit. I love it. Lisa's fired up, man. She's like, I'm social media. Get off my lawn! <laughs> I am like that. I tell you. No, see, I, I, I think yeah, the modern version is going to be get off my Wi-Fi. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Lee, Lee what about you? I mean, where, where do you live online? Where, I mean, social media-wise, what's your favorite network? Um, so, as I said, I, I post everything on Instagram, and that goes to everything else. Um, it depends, like different different styles. Like my, my private life is mostly on, on Facebook, so that's, you know, friends and family and things like that. Yep. Um, and then for businessy stuff, um, it's mainly Instagram and Twitter. So I still follow a lot of stuff on Twitter, and, and you know most of my Twitter feed is all cinematographers and video edit editors and stuff like that. And so where I get most of my news um, is from from Twitter. It's from Twitter. Wow. Twitter. See, you're one of those young kids, then. Yeah. See, he's, a, he's a young kid. We don't. <laughs> Sorry. What? Speak up. Well, That's yeah. yeah I, tw I can't believe Twitter he's is still, so kid. He's still cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah. um, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Before we move on, um, this next story is gonna be uh, when we come back from the break. We're gonna be talking about teaching an old dog new picks. So stay tuned for that. This episode of This Week in Photo is brought to you by FreshBooks, the easy-to-use invoicing solution that's helping freelancers and small business owners get organized and save time invoicing. You can try FreshBooks for free. Just head over to freshbooks.com twip and enter twip in the how did you hear about us section when you sign up. And as I've said on This Week in Photo before, we use FreshBooks as the back end to basically run most of the stuff behind the scenes on this business to keep the lights on and to keep everybody happy. Because as we all know, as creative professionals, we're not necessarily focused on capturing our income, expenses, and tracking billable time and all that. And I think the reason that we don't capture all of those things is simple. It's boring. We're creatives. We like fun stuff. We like Photoshop and Lightroom and you know, all these other cool things that let us express that side of our brain. And thankfully, FreshBook offers 
us as small business owners a way to quickly and easily keep track of our time and money without disrupting our workflow or you know, sort of messing with our creative juices. With FreshBooks, you can invoice clients. It's easy. You can do it in seconds, and expenses can be automatically imported so that you don't have to lift a finger. You're just doing the stuff on the back end while you do other cool stuff. You can even track billable time as easy as starting a timer on your on your mobile phone. You can whip up business reports. You can stay on top of your income, expenses, and tax time is coming up. So with a couple of clicks, you can generate reports for your CPA or your accountant so that you're staying out of trouble. So grab some popcorn, learn how to fresh books by watching some of their free getting started webinars. I'm a big fan of webinars and they've got some excellent ones online for you to check out. Once again, if you want to check FreshBooks out, you can just head over to freshbooks.com slash TWIP, enter the code This Week in Photo or TWIP in the How Did You Hear About Us section to start your free 30-day trial. All you need is an email address to, uh, to try FreshBooks for free for 30 days. Just go over to freshbooks.com slash TWIP and enter TWIP in the How Did You Hear About Us section. And we want to thank FreshBooks for their support of This Week in Photo. All right, guys, so story number three, let me read this uh, this little blurb that Bruce put in the show notes here. So, thanks to the canine-friendly engineers at Nikon Asia, our pup could one day become a flashy, and I hope this isn't a thing, dogarazi, hashtag, <laughs> without even knowing. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're going to get the curmudgeon back for this story. You <laughs> before we started. So, basically, what they're doing, they're teasing a strap-on... <laughs> Smart camera. <laughs> Let me finish the sentence because a strap-on smart camera case that lets the dog snap pictures. So basically, the way it's going to work is this thing has cameras in it. So when the dog barks or his heart rate goes up, it takes photos. So that's that's the thing. So Lisa. Okay, what I want to see is a dog taking a picture of the royal baby. Like, can we make that happen? A pack of dogs oh, outfitted with this thing and just let them run the city. Well, and that's it. Well, the queen has a pack of corgis, so that that we could make that happen. I mean, even if, even if I owned a dog, I don't know if I would put a camera on it and send it out. And and if I did that, would I really care what it took? I mean, I don't know. Would it, would, Lisa, so now we're gonna start like dogs are gonna start taking our jobs. You know, <laughs> where does it end, people? It's like I'm not gonna hire, I'm not gonna hire professionals to take to do my wedding. I'm just gonna hire this dog. He's like five no, bucks. See, a, a dog can't get you to sign a release form, so the dogs would get sued. There's there's complications legally. So I think I think I we're know. okay. Yeah, like who owns the photos if the dog takes them? Who's, who's the owner? Who who owns the copyright? What 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 I'm curious about is imagine if. All the engineers that Nikon put on to work on this were actually working on a mirrorless camera. Wouldn't that have been nice from Nikon? <laughs> Thank you. That was on my list to bring up. Oh, Nikon. Nikon Asia, Nikon USA, whomever. Stop with the dog <laughs> thing and make a mirrorless camera. <laughs> having, having said that, they'll probably sell a billion of these dog cameras compared to like yeah. 100,000 mirrorless cameras they would have sold. So what do I know about business? I don't think so. I don't think so. But they, they've left out the cats. I mean... Yeah, cats are too smart. They wouldn't have it. They're like, really? You're going to put that on me? I don't think so. <laughs> cats, cats just want a selfie camera because they're just, mm, look at me. Uh, yeah. 
crazy times, man. I don't know. You know, it's interesting. So there, let me let me read the rest of this. So using sensors, the tech is called hartography, which continuously measures the dog's heart rate. So when Fido he what when his heart jumps for joy, then it snap takes a picture automatically. Like why? I'm still like why? I'm trying to get this. <laughs> like, I mean, like for me, I guess me and you, Lisa, we're like. If it took this long for us to get on the bandwagon for an Apple Watch, really, do you think we're <laughs> really going to buy something like this? No, never going to happen. But I can imagine, like, a celebrity doing it, you know, and then it just being popular. I mean, like, it's kind of, it's weird, like, yeah, just like, I don't even think she's popular anymore. Like, I didn't want to say Paris Hilton because that would date me, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who's popular now? Come on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've been living in a hole, I tell you what. <laughs> Quick, yeah, check Pinterest. It's and it's gone. It's all over. I love it. Cool. All right, guys. Let's move on to uh, the listener Q&A. Um, this is an interesting question here. I don't know if I have an answer for this listener. Here's a question. Uh, listener is wanting to venture back into the world of film photography, wants to know the best place to buy film and get it processed these days. And we've got a known here to mention. Valerie has a, actually on, on our Street Focus show, Valerie Jardin has a panel on film photography. So if you want to go check that out, just go to thisweekinphoto.com slash streetfocus and you can check that out. But to you guys, Lee, you go first. What do you think? I mean, if you're going to shoot film, if you had the wild hair right now, and you're like, you know what? I feel like shooting film right now. What would you do? First of all, do you have a camera that shoots film? <laughs> if you did, where do you go get the film to do it? Uh, we actually we do have an old Pentax. So, yeah, we, we do have an old uh, SLR, not DSLR. Mm -hmm. um, if I had to find film, I'd probably try eBay mm -hmm. because... There's, there's so there's there's probably if I if I dug hard yeah. enough I'd say there's probably about two or three camera stores here in Melbourne who would sell film um, and I do know a few hipsters so they would know where to get it yeah. but alternatively uh, eBay is probably going to be a best bet. Huh? eBay? Huh? Yeah. Let me. I should look that up right now. I was going to say Amazon. I don't know. I would go. It feels like I would go to Amazon to buy the. Uh, to, to buy film, but let me look it up right now. I'm going to do this live on the show, and it looks like Lisa... Lisa, oh, you're back. You froze for a second there. Yeah, I'm back. I'm going to put um, Amazon uh, right now and see if I can buy film. Let's see. Kodak. Kodak film. What do we get? I got into film a few years ago with Lomos. Oh, yeah. I just I bought a little that. Lomo. Yeah, so yeah, there's a ton of film on Kodak. On, uh, on, Amazon. This is where I would go, and it's some of it's even Prime, so you can get it on Amazon Prime. I don't know. What do you think, Lisa? If you're gonna shoot film, I mean, when you were doing your Lomo stuff, where were you getting your film from, and where were you getting it processed? Uh, I think I bought it at Urban. Uh oh. She bought it at Urban something. Uh oh. Urban Outfitters. Urban yes. Film. Urban Outfitters. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. You're back. Yeah. That's weird. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I they have lots of little kind of weird little filmy things. Um, it depends if you want to do it seriously or just for kind of creative fun. Yeah. Um, I think we've all had gone back and shot film for a while and then I just realized it's like, oh, I have to develop those. This is hot. I haven't been doing yeah, this is you know, A couple of our co-hosts, our hosts have done it. Valerie did it. Doug K did it. For some reason, I haven't been drawn back into that world. I shot enough film back when film was all what we had to shoot was, 
you know, now I'm like, I don't want to go back. It's like, hey, let's go yeah. back and uh, drive a horse-drawn Ride bike. horses, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with the technology. I like it. I don't know. So, all right. Hopefully that answered this listener's question. Uh, Twip Army, if you have a question you'd like us to tackle on the show, just visit us at thisweekinphoto.com. Click on that Submit a Question link and send us a question, or you can even leave us a voice message. Okay, after this last break, we're going to jump into our picks of the week. This is where the hosts can recommend something cool to the audience. So stand by for that. This episode of TWIP is brought to you by Panasonic Lumix cameras and the new Lumix FZ1000 4K long zoom digital camera. Now this bridge camera is a powerhouse for shooting 4K hybrid photography. You know, hybrid is when you mix stills and video. And this camera shoots at 4K in 30p. You can then, once you shoot that footage, you can later extract 8 megapixel stills from the 4K footage. It's just crazy. And it features a large 1 inch 20.1 megapixel sensor. And it's got a bright Leica 25 to 400 f2.8 to 4.0 fixed lens. Let me say that again. That's a 25 millimeter to 400 millimeter at f2.8 to 4.0 lens. And it's a Leica lens, so it's super bright. Um, and it focuses fast with the Lumix depth through defocusing technology. So you get the long lens, long fast lens, and super fast focusing in this thing in one solid compact body. And if you add to all that the fact that this thing has a smartphone Wi-Fi app for remote control, if you got one kind of super package in one little package that you put in your bag, and you know this that that lens just blows me away at twenty five to four hundred. It's just uh, it's a long you know what they call a super zoom. Plus, it does all of that stuff in four K. That means you can shoot everything from portraits to photographing photographing lions in Africa from a safe distance and still get amazingly cool and sharp images, um, still images and video in 4K. Now you can learn all about this camera over on our All About the Gear show. Just enter FZ1000 in the search box on thisweekinphoto.com or you can head over to shop.panasonic.com or lumixlounge.com. Remember, Panasonic Lumix cameras where form meets function. And we'd like to thank Panasonic for their support of This Week in Photo. All right, guys, this is our Picks of the Week segment. Remember, your pick can be anything as long as it is somehow related to photography. Lisa, you have not been on the show in, what, like 1,900 years? So I'm going to let you go first. You can recommend something to the audience. What's your pick of the week? Ah, well, I was thinking about this since I had about a, a few hours to think about this. <laughs> and um, so it was, it was the anniversary of D-Day. Um, a few day, days ago, June 6th, and every June 6th, I watch Band of Brothers, awesome. like, without fail, and um, I'm just re-watching it now, and if you haven't seen it, you have to see it. There are some incredible, I mean, just from a purely photographic standpoint, there are some incredible steady cam shots in that show. Um, I mean, it's 2001, but it's just like, I don't know, it, it really hits me. And I think it's something that, um, that I feel like it should, it should really stay a memory and, and we shouldn't forget about that time. And it's important, it's important to remember. Um, 
so if you haven't seen Band of Brothers, you should see it. And they have beautiful box sets at Costco <laughs> that I've seen with Band of Brothers, like the European one, and then there's the Pacific one. Yeah. So that's my that's my pick. I love it. Cool. See Band of Brothers get inspired by the amazing cinematography that they have in there. You know what I do uh, on every Memorial Day? It's like we all have our, our rituals. Every Memorial Day, I watch uh, Full Metal Jacket. So for some reason, I feel like I want to watch Full Metal Jacket, and you know, this is my rifle, this is my gun. There are many like it, but this yeah, is every every year I have to watch that. That's my routine. Cool. All right. Lee there's Curtis. actually really oh, there's oh, one more thing. No, no. Like go ahead. last, do you remember last year the Atlantic did that that photo comparison where they showed the D-Day photos and then they showed the new photos and you just like click on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll. I'll that's just so cool. I mean, it was done last year because it was the 70th anniversary, but that's also really, really cool. Cool. You should look cool. at it. I love it. I love it. We'll, if, put um, if, we'll put a link to that in the notes for this, for this episode. Lee Herbert, what about you? What is your, your pick of the week? Um, this isn't my pick, but just on Memorial Days, if you guys ever have the chance to go to Israel in May, I can't remember the exact date, but just before... Um, their national day um, is Yom Hazikaron, which is Memorial Day for the fallen soldiers. And at, I think it's 11 o'clock in the morning, sometime during the day, a siren goes off throughout the whole country and the whole country stops. Like people stop their cars on the highway and get out of their car and stand up and I think it's three minutes and there's just three minutes of the silence and it is just the most amazing thing to see where just every, it's, it's like the whole country just gets put on pause. That's crazy. Wow. So yeah, that's 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 something to behold. Um, my pick of the week, uh, getting onto happier topics, is yeah. Synology. <laughs> uh, for those who are not familiar with Synology, um, we all know and love Drobo, and I've got lots of Drobos myself. But I thought I would try something else, and um, just there on my desk, uh, I actually bought uh, one and then got sent one by the company as well to try one one of their new models. What it is is network attached storage. So we all know that storage and backup is really important, um, and they make a whole bunch of different ones. So you know, two bay, three bay, four bay, five bay. Um, the really cool thing about uh, this five bay one that I've got is if you want to add another five hard drives to it, so it becomes a ten bay one. They've got like an extension pack. So instead of having to buy a whole other device, you just buy the extension pack, and from you know 12 terabytes of storage, I've now got 24 terabytes of storage without having to buy the whole thing all over again. Also, it's got a processor and it's got RAM, so it's like a little mini computer. So even if all the computers in my house are switched off, I've got apps on my iPhone and my iPad that I can stream my videos, my photos, my music. I can actually tell it to download stuff. So like a couple of weeks ago, I was out on location doing a shoot and I had another client who sent me a Dropbox link for a whole bunch of footage that they needed me to edit really quickly. So obviously I wasn't going to download it on my iPhone, but I could jump on my iPhone, log into my Synology, tell my Synology to download the three or four gigs of footage, and by the time I got home, it was already downloaded and I could start editing it. Yeah. So for those who haven't had a look at the Synology stuff, have a look because they, they make some pretty cool stuff. Love it. All right, cool. Definitely check that out. Um, all right, so my pick of the week this week, guys, is a documentary called Life. Uh, it's a series, and it's on Netflix, so it's free if you have Netflix. Um, it's called Life, and it's about you know nature and 
you know, life in the savanna and close up the close up world of insects and all this stuff. And it's really, really, I mean, it is exceedingly well photographed. This thing is amazing. But the cool thing about it, other than just watching it and becoming educated about what they're talking about, is at the end of each one, they have a little short documentary about how they made the documentary. So they talk about... Oh, I love those. Yeah, because there's some shots in there. I'm watching <laughs> these things, and I'm like, wait a minute, how did you... <laughs> How did you get this bird flying over there and getting this worm and then taking it back to its nest and feeding its babies? How did you do that without interacting with the environment? And they show how they did it, and it's, it's just brilliant. It is so well done. I mean, I've watched it like, like – there's like four or five of them. I've watched them at least three times already. So, yeah, definitely check that out. It's called Life, and it's from the BBC. You can't miss it. All right, guys, before we sign off this episode, what do you guys have coming up? Lisa, what do you have coming up in the uh, the next couple of weeks, months? Are you back? Are you back from your, you know, exile? Are you back online now or what? <laughs> I, I, you know, I post when I, when I want to. I mean, I, I sort of decided a few years ago that I wanted to stop being you know, my face being everywhere and just, just focusing on the creating process. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess I feel a little bit more <laughs> comfortable now. <laughs> uh, are you still mostly Lisa? Or are you like less mostly Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> mostly Lisa is the best. It's just the best one for me, really, because it is just mostly, isn't it? <laughs> no one really knows. No one really knows. Yeah, I mean, I guess just, yeah, launching V, that took two years, and, um, you know, there's a new a version of Camera Plus coming out soon. Um, I mean, my daily sort of, my day-to-day -day is just creating stuff and then trying to find balance, <laughs> because before there was no balance, and I think that's important for any creative person and especially with my photography it's just it's so tough to fit it in um, you know with everything else that I'm doing and I, I get that a lot from other photographers who have other day jobs it's like really tough to keep up that sort of creative creativity yeah I mean if you're not traveling all the time and I used to I used to travel every single month but now you know I'm kind of a bit more grounded because I need to do, I need to actually work <laughs> every day. So, you know, I can't be out gallivanting with my, with my camera. And so when I can, I, I like to sort of take some time and actually, you know, like I got into seascapes this fall and I really sort of spent a month doing that and learning it and getting good at it. But, you know, it's kind of an ongoing process and but I'm kind of, it's kind of exciting because it never, it never really gets old. Like, I love it. You, you, yeah, you know, you find out, you're like, oh, um, yeah, I've become really rusty and I'm really crappy. And so you have to, like, build up your skills again <laughs> to be good. You're going to make me cry because that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I love it. So that, that's awesome, Lisa. So I hope that you will come back on TWIP again now that you're, you're kind of back in circulation. So we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll invite you back to come, uh, come join our roundtable if you're up for it. Yeah, sure. All right. All right, cool. All right, and Lee Herbert, what about you? What's uh, what's coming up next on your radar? 
Uh, well, I'm off the radar for about four to six weeks, depending on when uh, Bub arrives. Yes. Um, but after that, um, yeah, I've been, been informed of that. So if, if you do follow me on the on, on all the social things, there might be a few baby photos in the next couple of weeks. Um, but other than that, I've got some workshops coming up in September. So those will be up on the website. So anyone, not just photographers, but anyone who wants to learn how to take their filmmaking or learn how to take their video and make it look a bit more professional and tighten things up, they can come and learn from me. And um, yeah, other than that, lots of corporate stuff. I've got some 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 nice jobs coming up. Some some really interesting things where it's not something particularly exciting, but if the, the the clients have actually said to me, "Hey, we've got this thing that's not really interesting. We need you to make a video about it that makes it interesting." So that's really cool because I love being involved in in the creative pro. Like you know, it's it's fine to turn up to a job just as a as a cinematographer, and like I've got a a, a festival film that that we're shooting uh, next month. That's going to be really exciting, all with stuntmen. I can't wait for that. It's going to be lots of cool yep. things. Um, but it's also nice when you get brought in on the early process where they're like, help us come up with a script. And yeah, I love It's cool working with creative people and coming up with stuff. Love it. Love it. That's what we do. We are content creators. So I got to tell you, we'll, we'll leave on this. Lee, I know you got that baby coming, but you know, you may want to know that I have an if this then that rule set up that if someone in my feeds posts baby photos or political or religious stuff, it filters them out. <laughs> so, you're, you're automatically well, filtered out. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> Congratulations on the new baby. I can't wait to see the pics. Um, and I will. Yeah. I will. Come I'll, I'll, baby. I'll modify my rules so that Lee Herbert gets through with his posts. Oh, very <laughs> kind. Very kind. All right, guys. We are at it's, the end of another episode of this week in photo. And a issue a huge thanks to our sponsors for this show. And that was Panasonic, Lumix cameras, Animoto, and FreshBooks for their support. And listeners, be sure to check out our website at thisweekinphoto.com. Lee, your, what's your website for the, for the record? Capturing, CapturingPassion.com. CapturingPassion.com. Lisa Bettany, what about you? People want to keep up with you. Where should they go? Instagram? Um, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> hey, I. <laughs> oh, hey. There are four photos up there, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll stay if I get like fifty thousand followers. I'll stay. Oh, I'll stick around. What, 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 what's your username? I'll follow, I'll add you. Mostly Lisa. <laughs> Mostly Lisa. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, how long I stick around there. But um, yeah, I I just actually uh, redid my photography portfolio, so that's at lisabatney.com. I used Squarespace, and it was awesome. Nice. Cool. Yeah, they're a sponsor of yeah. ours too. Yeah, Squarespace. I have to check it out. Yeah, I Lisa. really. So is mostly Lisa.com gone? It's now all just Lisa Bettany? No, it's. I mean, it's still there, but I. Yeah, I can't deal with with WordPress anymore. I just. I will never blog again. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I don't have anything left. I love it. You're a total curmudgeon. Dead to me. You love WordPress. You're dead to me. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. But this was really good, and I, I sort of, you know, because I like to separate sort of mostly Lisa and, you know, Lisa Bettany, the photographer, which is something someone told me ages ago that I should do. And and so I've finally done that because I think I'm hoping my photography stands for itself, and it's not just, you know, it's its own thing, right? Yep. 
Yep. I think I know who might have told you that. I think we have to talk about that. I, think. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mutual friend of ours. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that person told me to stop posting bikini photos on my photography site, so... <laughs> That's I finally one. listened. You know, the same person told me that, but I don't care, I look great in a bikini. Yeah. <laughs> don't ever do that, Lee. Don't ever do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you both for coming on. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. This was a really good show. And Lisa, congratulations on uh, the and Camera Plus. I'm, I'm sure I predict much more successes for you. And Lee, congratulations on that upcoming version 1.0. I guess it would be version 2.0 of Lee Herbert coming out, right? Oh, yes, something better. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for this show. It is time to take that lens cap off. This Week in Photo is a Pixelcore.tv production. Produced by Suzanne Llewellyn, with technical producers John Riley and Alutha Jamakar.